guys, I love you all so much and I hope that today's message encourages you. Be sure and like and subscribe if you are tuning in on YouTube. Comment down below what you learned in today's message and what other topics you'd like to hear talked about moving forward. And if you're tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. We love reading your reviews and it actually helps us as we prepare for messages to come. And make sure to turn on your push notifications so that you can know when other episodes come out as we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Guys, I love y'all and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, Emma Mae McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, awesome and loved and valued humans? My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am so thankful that you have joined me on the Have You Heard podcast today, where we are having Ruth Jo Simons on the podcast talking about her latest book that has come out, When Striving Cease. And guys, I'm very excited as we're talking about the anxiety and the weight that comes from trying to prove, trying to be enough, trying to be made perfect by our own striving, but how God has a different transforming way by the power of his son, by the power of grace. So you're in for a sweet treat. And guys, without further ado, faith comes by hearing. So grab your headphones and let's get into the word. author, artist, entrepreneur, just founder of Grace Laced, which is absolutely phenomenal. Ruth, I am so, so thankful that you're here today. It is so fun to be here. So good to meet you. You are the cutest and I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Oh, thank you. I know I actually, I know that you can't see my whole outfit, but I'm wearing all gray because I felt like this was a grout fit kind of conversation. I was like, I feel like we're in just a powwow. This will be like just a coffee date with my best friend and I'm about to be encouraged. I'm very, Girl, very excited. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Yes, yes. So I just want, before we get into just your book and all the ways that it has inspired me and your heart behind it, um, I just want to acknowledge, so you're the mama of six boys. You've got a full yeah. house. How fun is that? You know, it's so much more than I ever expected. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, probably since I'm just a little bit ahead of you age-wise, when I was your age, I probably could not have imagined the blessing that it could be to be a mama to six, to be in, you know, a decade or more of a lot of hard challenges that come with motherhood and mm-hmm. a lot of laying aside some of the things that I'm doing right now. I didn't get to do all of those things during that season. And so I can stand on this side of it and say, it's a total blessing, but God also really did provide because you can't say yes to everything all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so saying yes to my boys um, and what God gave me as a family for the, for these years have um, shaped me, informed me more than anything I could have expected or planned out for myself. Wow. That's really sweet, honestly, to hear. It just says, I've just entered into this season of being married. And it it is so true that there are different priorities that take place within different seasons. And it doesn't mean that other things aren't important, but 
that some things require your yes and other things require your no according Absolutely. to the season as that with the things God has entrusted to you. So yeah, wow. absolutely. That's encouraging. I, okay, I absolutely love the subtitle of this book. Mm-hmm. So the title being When Striving Cease, but the subtitle is Replacing the Gospel of Self-Improvement with the Gospel of Life-Transforming Grace. Can you mm-hmm. unpack that a little bit? Like why, before we even open up the front cover, like why is mm-hmm. that your subtitle? Yeah, I think, you know, for a lot of people, they won't recognize that the word gospel means good news. But I think everybody knows that the gospel means something like, this is the way, this is the truth, let's do this thing. And our generation is so obsessed with the formulas that we find on the latest um, guru's workshop or self-help, or mm-hmm. here are the 10 ways in which you can make your life the way you want it to. And some of those are really wonderful tools, but we have at times considered them the good news when really as Christ followers, we've been given the good news of Christ that looks nothing like trying to fix ourselves in our own strength. So it's my passion and my hope that when striving cease becomes kind of a an unfolding and a declaration of how we were made to be transformed. It's not that we weren't made to be changed and to be new, absolutely, but not because we did all the right things, signed up for all the right webinars and mm-hmm. read all the latest books that we ultimately surrender to the gospel, the good news that Jesus is the one who transforms us, not all our formulas for self-improvement and self-help. Wow. I love how you acknowledge that to aim to be the best version of yourself and to aim to do well and work with excellence and just all all of those things to be healthy. Those aren't bad. Like those are Mm -hmm. in and of themselves awesome things. But I love how you take it a step further that like when it comes to like the end all be all of who we are and why we're here, it doesn't end with us. Like it, the gospel, it it was meant to point to something bigger than us, and that is conforming us to the likeness of Jesus. It's kind of like getting to the end of yourself, and it's like, why am I working so hard to be healthy? Why am I right. working so hard to help myself be the best version of myself? Because once I get meet that next goal, it's like there's always going to be another goal to meet. So what exactly. is identifying your why? I love that so much, and ultimately that being Jesus and being in relationship yes. with him. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also, you know, we'd look around and we see women so tired, so worn out Mm -hmm. and kind of anxious. I mean, we are living in a time where um, women of all Mm -hmm. generations are feeling anxious, like they're not measuring up. And I think a lot of times it's because we might sit there and think exactly what you said. I'm trying my best. I'm working hard. I mean, who else is going to feed the kids? Who's going to take care of this? Of course, I'm going to step up because I'm responsible and I want to be a good steward. Those are good things, but when we find ourselves anxious and constantly looking around going, do I measure up? Am I enough? Am I doing what I need to do? And feeling like we can't settle into rest until we have the approval of others and maybe even a wrong sense of how we must feel approval from God. Those false notions keep us anxious and constantly striving to perfect ourselves 
outside of God's perfecting grace. Mm, that That's so good, Ruth. That It makes me think of a conversation I had with my husband, Josh, actually earlier today. Um, I was so excited and am so excited to be having this conversation with you because this message resonates so deeply in my soul. Mm-hmm. Is it something that the Lord has been teaching me and he's been strengthening me in? And I... It was expressing, I had tears in my eyes earlier today, actually. And I was expressing to Josh, like, I'm just wanting to do things well. Like, I just want to, mm-hmm. I want, like, I want to be the best wife. I want to, I want you to like, be proud that you married me, like all of those things. And, mm-hmm. and he said, he like stopped me and he said, Emma, you're not wanting to do things well. You're expecting yourself to do things perfectly. And I'm mm-hmm. not expecting that of you. You're putting that mm-hmm. on yourself. And I think there, you said a quote in your book. It says, is your end goal to get further or is it to get more of God? And mm-hmm. that just it's, resonates with me so deeply because I think sometimes we do have this, this false way of thinking that like we genuinely think we're trying to get better. We genuinely think we're trying to get further along. But ultimately, we're, ha- we're having this unrealistic expectation of ourselves, and therefore we are anxious and we are exhausted because we're never being able to meet the standard that only Jesus could meet. And, you know, I, well, I hate to take, turn the tables on you, but I'm going to ask you a question and then we'll both talk about Please. it. But tell me, so Emma, tell me, how do you know when it's a difference between striving for yourself and getting further and when it's really about wanting to be a good steward and honoring God. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's the question, right? Because when we're talking about this and when you're saying that, I'm like, everyone who's listening right now, I'm imagining all these sisters saying, amen, yes, I get that. But then after this podcast, we all have to go back to our inboxes. We have to decide how much time we want to spend on social media. We have to mm-hmm. decide what to say yes to and what to say no to and whether or not we're going to... Um, turn off our phones at dinner time, or we're going to keep on working tonight, right? Like we all have to make those decisions. So how do we know when we are striving and um, trying to get further, like you quoted from my book, and when are we trying to do it? And when are we trying to be the steward for God? So you go first. Oh, wow. This is, this is very, very good. Um, so I'm currently a senior at Liberty University, and I'm in one of my last leadership classes. And this came to my mind as you were asking. The past um, week, we've been talking about integrity and what integrity means. And it means to be whole to be complete. And we've been talking about how to live a life of integrity doesn't mean to live a life of perfection, but it means to to aim for consistency. Mm-hmm. And I think that, so that comes to my mind when thinking of trying to discern, am I living a life of striving or am I living a life mm-hmm. of like seeking to be wholehearted in all that I do, mm-hmm. just live a life of mm-hmm. excellence? Um, yeah. So that, that comes to my mind. Also, I think what really comes to my mind is I think that I am in a heart posture of striving whenever I am placing my identity in what I'm doing. And I'm made aware that I'm placing my identity in what I'm doing whenever I don't do it at the level I thought I would or I hoped I would. And then I'm feeling shame for it. And I'm mm. Mm -hmm. I'm placing all of the words of should, oh, I should have done this. Now I am a failure as a wife. Now I like, Mm -hmm. I, and I start to say, I am, I am, and I'm putting my identity in everything Mm -hmm. I did or I didn't do. Um, Instead of 
acknowledging what Ephesians 1 and 2 says that like, no, like I, the same power that let rose Jesus from the grave lives in me. No, like every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms belongs to me. No, like, like, like who am I in Christ? And therefore like what's inevitable, meaning I will fall down and I will, the things Mm -hmm. I aim to do consistently well, I'm not going to do it consistently well all the time. And when that happens, determining what my response to it is, I think really gives me clarity of where am I putting my identity here? Because my identity is in Christ, but do I actually believe that it is? And I think I'm kind of put on the hot seat sometimes whenever I'm so hard on myself when I fail because I see myself as a failure, not just someone who messed up. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... Healthy is so important, but a lot of times the means by which we get healthier is just being educated and aware of how our body works. And EverlyWell helps us do exactly that. They send tests such as thyroid tests, metabolism, stress and sleep, food sensitivity. They send these tests to your door. You take them and you send them back to their certified labs and in a matter of days you get your results back. And it helps you and equips you to be healthier. Me and Josh actually did the food sensitivity test. And it was so mind-blowing that some foods I eat every day, actually my body doesn't respond the best to. And now because I'm aware, I can be a healthier version of me. And y'all, for the listeners of this show, EverlyWell is providing a special offer with a discount of 20% off of an at-home lab test if you go to everlywell.com slash Emma. That's everlywell.com slash Emma for 20% off of your own at-home lab test. That's Everlywell.com. Well, Emma May, I would say, indeed, I wrote this book for you, right? You did. That's why I wore my outfit. I'm literally sitting here thinking, well, girl, no wonder we're on the same page about this because we we're coming from the same place. And I think so many people listening in right now feel that same way of like, I'm just trying to do my best, but I sometimes feel like I'm all, you know, if I don't do it perfectly, I'm already failing. And so one thing I would say, just because you've already answered that so well, but I'll just add in that I have found that when I trace my actions and like, I think if I, if I can start by saying what's making me really anxious today. Mm. So everybody can take inventory as you're listening in right now, like what's causing me to feel the most anxious. Is it that my friends won't like me? Is it that I'm going to not do a good job at school and then end up with not a good job placement after college? Or is it that I am not going to ever find the man of my dreams? Whatever it is, let's just, you know, or that um, my ship's going to pass me by. Nobody on social media will ever know that I'm really good at this. And somebody else is already getting famous doing the same thing, whatever it is that you're anxious about, Mm -hmm. take that thing and go trace it all the way back and go, what is the core thing that you think you must have that you're kind of scared that God's not going to give you? Is Mm -hmm. it belonging? Is it approval? Is it a sense of self-worth? Is it that you're looking for love and you feel like, I'm so afraid that I'm not going to be seen and known and loved. And I mean, I'm not trying to be all fluffy and emotional about it. I'm literally Mm -hmm. just saying, we think that it's just like our tendencies and our personalities. No, take the thing that you're most anxious about. And if you trace it all the way to its origin, 
there is something there that you are longing for that was meant to be given to you by Christ alone. And so the problem is when we're striving, what we're actually doing, striving in our own strength, the part where I'm saying we're trying to get ahead rather than get more of God, that kind of striving is really us anxiously manipulating or fixing things or going around and around at 2.30 in the morning, thinking anxious thoughts or having FOMO or overanalyzing the conversation you just had on the phone or then going back a million times to your spouse and being like, but do you really like me? Or do you really think I, you know, going on and on. Okay. All those (laughs) things, that huge list, Mm -hmm. it's doing all those things in an anxious kind of manipulating, toiling effort, like in Matthew five, toiling and spinning, right. Mm -hmm. Um, That the birds of the air do not do that. The the flowers of the field do not toil and spin. They don't worry, but we do when we're toiling and spinning, it's because we're trying to control something and manipulate something so that we will get the results we think we need and that we don't quite trust God for. It started all the way in the garden and it continues today. When you and I strive, it's when we think that God's best is not going to be ours unless we fix the problem. And sometimes we think the problem is ourselves. So we try to fix the way we look, mm-hmm. how, how much we weigh in at, on, at, um, on scale. We try to fix ourselves by making sure everybody likes us, being straight-A students, by keeping the house perfectly clean. And for those who are mamas, by thinking that if my kids are just perfectly obedient, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be winning. Or when you gain more downloads or followers or are seen and known or get a shout out by somebody you care about, we keep thinking and it sounds so silly. I mean, I know it. I'm saying it out loud and I'm saying, sometimes I feel like I'm in in the eighth grade all over again when those things are admitted out loud. But the truth is we have to be real honest with ourselves and say, when I'm anxious about this, when I feel weary and scared and fearful and kind of like, oh no, I got to fix this. Is it because you're being driven to want to trust God more? Or do you feel like you have to trust yourself? That's how you know when you're striving in your own strength. Wow. Asking myself, like, what do I believe to be true about God? I think it's A.W. Tozer. It's the most important question. Yes. Yes. You you knew. You knew. His quote is, what someone, what, I mean, I'm going to butcher it now, but what, what you think, what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. That's mm-hmm. what A.W. Tozer said. And that, that is the truth. It's not just a simple platitude. Yeah. It's that you and I, when we think about God, if we think that he is a judging and scary father who is like waiting for us to get our quiet times perfect before we can come to him, we're never going to come to him. If we think that he's sitting around going, man, that MMA, you know, I gave her these gifts and she's screwing them up. Then you're not going to be using your gifts out of joy. You're going to be using your gifts for fear of not having his favor, right? And so what we believe about God, if we believe he's true and good Mm -hmm. and that he can't harm us, he will bring all things together for our good. And the first of that, most foremost of that is that he wants to be our good, when we trust him for that, then we can actually lay our strivings down, right? The yes. strivings, it's not going to, we're not going to lay our strivings down by simply waking up tomorrow and being like, I am not going to be a strivings kind of girl. I'm going to lay them down today. And that's what social media looks like, right? A lot of, mm-hmm. you know, um, memes that say, lay your strivings down, girlfriend, you know, and we all talk <laughs> like that. We all want to, mm-hmm. but let's get practical. What, what does that really look like? 
Well, the truth is, it goes back to what you said just a little while ago, MMA. Like, it is about preaching the truth to yourself of what you already have in Christ. Yes. So for those who are listening who are followers of Jesus, you have everything you need for life and godliness, and you have everything you need to lay your strivings down, but you need to remember what, what you already have. Mm-hmm. And for those who are like, well, I don't know if I'm in Christ. Well, then there's a reason why you're probably striving in your own strength. And I would just say, sister, you have, there's so much better. Jesus is way much, way better than you're striving. So turn to him instead of your own strength. Yes, 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 yes. I I was reading earlier today in Romans 10 that anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved and they will no Mm. longer be put to shame. Like shame does not have to be a part of your reality. And we are we are saved through confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and by believing in our heart that God did raise him from the dead. Like there is points right back to what we're talking about. There is no like boasting in your own works when it comes to being made, made as a citizen of heaven to be made Mm. a part of God's family. Friend, you are loved by God because he made you and because he is love. And he promises that by grace, through faith, you shall be saved. So this reality of being transformed by grace to actually find rest, it, it can be yours today, like right now, which is so, so powerful. So do not, do not miss it. Do not miss it. My dad always says the right time to do the right thing is right now. Like, like right now, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be in any other setting. I think it's in Ecclesiastes where Solomon is talking about how the farmer, like, don't wait till everything is just, this will be a summarized version, but don't wait till everything is just spot on perfect or else you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. Like Mm -hmm. now's the perfect time to surrender your life to the Lord. Um, you just said so many incredible things, and I want to touch on a couple of them. One of them being actually pointed to a quote that I wrote down from your book that I was so encouraged by. Um, and you said, we must be intentional about replacing our faulty ideas of God with what is actually true. And mm-hmm. it led me to remember a time that I was reading in Mark 8. And in Mark 8, um, it's kind of funny. This It'll be a little you may read this and it's like, how did you get what you're about to say out of this? But it's just cool how (laughs) the Lord speaks to your heart, exactly how he knows you need through his word. And in this particular passage, the disciples are on a boat and they realize that they forgot their bread. And they're like having conversations with each other. Like, I can't believe we forgot the bread. And then Jesus in the midst of this conversation about them forgetting their bread, he says, beware of the false teaching basically of the religious leaders. And as I was reading this, I was just personally convicted because, yes, Jesus was talking about beware of the false teaching of religious leaders. But for some reason, I, in my own heart, was like, I need to beware of the false teaching of myself. Like, what Mm -hmm. things am I teaching myself that are not in accordance with who God is and who I am in Him? And I, I just like definitely think that I know what God says about me. I know who he is, but sometimes I'm so quick to just let the enemy bully me. And I'm so Mm -hmm. quick to let the, my, the flesh of the voice of my flesh convince me otherwise of what is true. And it really does still kill and destroy just your daily peace and your daily joy. Mm -hmm. I love that you spoke into that. Have you ever experienced that 
in your own life? Like, cause I know that whenever God calls you to write something or to teach on something, you yourself yeah. are burdened by it and are growing through it. Yeah. So in what ways have you taken note of, I'm really believing things that aren't true in my own life. Yeah. Hey guys. So this conversation is so rich and jam-packed of sweet, sweet truth and good conversation. And so we have made it into two parts. You have come to the end of part one and next week on Wednesday, we will have part two of this conversation with Ruth. So make sure to set your reminder on YouTube, set a reminder on your phone if you're listening on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss part two next week with Ruth Jo Simons. And make sure to go and get her book, When Strive cease as you can get it target or anywhere books are sold um this is such a sweet conversation so for the end of our part one y'all if you are watching on youtube be sure and give a thumbs up and comment down below thus far of this episode what you've learned what your takeaway is what um you may want to go and have a conversation about with someone else because it just resonated with you so deeply and if you are listening via apple or spotify download rate review um share it with your people and let them know that part two is coming so that they can stay in tune next week guys i love y'all you can follow me on instagram at first corinthians 13 underscore love for just daily life and encouragement from the word of God because it's the best encouragement I could ever give you. And have you heard podcast page on Instagram is have you heard underscore podcast where you will not only find all the quotes and updates and fun things from this part one, but next week you will also find all the updates and quotes and fun things from part two. So be sure and go give that a follow. I love y'all and we will be in touch next week. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.